giving praise to your name this morning. We worship you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you for the remembrance of you, the remembrance of your name. Thank you for the fragrance of your gospel, the news concerning you. Thank you for your voice, your words, Thank you. Thank you for your wine. It is sweet to our taste this morning. It is delighting. It's delightsome. It's awesome. Beautiful. We worship you. Beautiful Lamb of God standing upon the mountain of Zion. You you have who have dove eyes. The eyes of love the great lover of our soul, the great shepherd of our, our heart. We worship you, our, our lover, our, our master, our savior. Grace is poured into thy lips. Our heart indicts a good matter this morning. We are thinking upon you, thinking about you. Struck again afresh with love depth of love flowing for you this morning who is like you our our savior our king we just eulogize and beautify your name we describe you in a comely way you are beautiful to us we worship you the 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 master of heaven who all angels worship the the boast of the Father, yes. you are his pride. We worship you, Jesus, beautiful man, beautiful man, he who comes from Zion, Zion man. We worship you in all your glory, in all of your beauty. Look at your oil, look at your anointing. Look at how anointed you are. Look at how glad you are, how glad your Father has made you the glad stone, the eternal stone, and the stone upon who sits seven eyes, the fountain from where all eternal treasures, all the treasures in heaven, treasures of wisdom, knowledge, they are all fountain out of you. Yes. In you are hid all the treasures, all the riches. We worship you. You are rich with glory. Yes. You are plenteous in mercy. Lord Jesus, we bless your name. Kiss, come and kiss us with the kisses of your lips this morning. Uh, come and draw us so we can come. 
so we can come closer in. Come and bring us into your abode of fellowship, that secret place where you dwell, the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity. So you dwell in the high and the holy place with them who have a broken heart, who are contrite in spirit. Oh, Jesus, we worship you today. Love out of our soul. Come and love on us this morning. Come and come and your secret. Say your secret are with them that, that fear you. Help us to fear this morning. Amen. Amen. Let, let us appreciate you. Amen. Our Lord, our Savior. Thank you. We pray for your table to open up again Amen. to us afresh. Let your word not hide from us. May it come to us by your mercy this morning. We submit under you. We come under you, under your wings, under the shadow of your wings, our great shepherd, to come and shepherd us, feed us. Say the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and he will lead them to living fountains of waters. Come and live here with your leading this morning. I yield myself to you. Use me as your vessel, as your instrument, as an as a conduit of your oracle Amen. to so see your treasures Amen. to see your wisdom Amen. and to declare them anoint my tongue as a pen of a writer Amen. who is ready who has been made ready by you to write your spirit Amen. upon the hearts of your people thank you our father we give all glory to your name in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. You're welcome today. Um, praise God. Please just say hi to somebody and welcome them. You're welcome. I welcome everyone uh, listening online this morning. God, the Lord bless you. I pray the Lord will minister to you all in a fresh way in jesus name amen, amen. praise amen. god let us open our bibles i am an oli and zolion villon even i'm an i'm an island i'm alone very in love in love in love in love i'm in love i'm in love with you 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 know that i'm in love with you know that i'm in love with you that's why I come to you, because I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. My love for you will never be broken. My love for you will never be broken. I'm in love for you, with you, with you, with you. And my father is falling in love with you. My father is also falling in love with you. He's also falling in love with you. He's falling in love with you. He's also falling in love with you. And soon we will come to you and make our full abode with you. So we can be with you forever. Say the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We, we desire you. We long for you to come. We say, come, come. Come to us, our lover. Come to us, the great shepherd. Our great shepherd, the lover of our soul. Come and be with us. We desire you. We long for you. As, as the desert needs the rain, we, des- we long for you. As the morning needs the sun, we desire you, son of righteousness. Come and rise upon our soul. Come and invigorate us. Come and pour your, your blessedness, your blessed nature uh, into, into our hearts and wake us up. Make us 
soon to awake arise in your likeness say you will bind us up you will bind us up you are binding us up you are binding us up so we can live in your sight thank you lord we give you glory you are quickening us thank you for quickening we bless your name we just want to let you know that we are interested in everything you have to say to us all that you have for us this morning we pray that you will speak freely with us Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, let us open the Bible to Daniel. Daniel chapter Daniel chapter 12. Praise God. Uh, read from verse 1. Praise God. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was, was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as what? As the stars forever and ever. Praise God. Verse 3 again says that they that be wise shall do what? of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever praise God amen so um, there is wisdom um, wisdom which shall become manifest amen, amen. Uh, at this last time praise god Hallelujah. praise the lord Hallelujah. it says they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forward forever and ever amen. amen they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Of course, those are able to turn to righteousness will must have already gained stature in righteousness. Am I correct? Okay. Praise God. Uh, so, you see this wisdom here, um, there is... Uh, so wisdom and righteousness 
are, are actually they are going to be characteristics of people who will be raised out of the dust of the earth in this last time. Verse 2, many that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake, some to an everlasting life, and what happened? Some to shame and to, and to everlasting contempt. Some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as what? As the stars for ever and ever. So there is, uh, there is, they are seeing two levels of, of um, glory. Because these are actually um, levels of glory. They are dimensions of glory. Uh, that, um, that men who are rising out of the dust of the earth should attain. Uh, of course, the opposite of shame is glory. Amen. So those who, are, who will wake to everlasting life, and we're speaking about rising from the dust of the earth as pertains to the soul, um, there is how it pertains to the body, which is very clear, which is the rapture. Am I correct? And, but there is a way it pertains to the soul that this is talking about those who are rising out of, in their soul, out of the corruption of the, of the first man. And they are rising out of that corruption, right? Because the first man is, is sitting in the dust of the earth, is a type of the dust of the earth means it's the product of corruption of the initial earthy man which God created. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first man is of the earth, earthy. And then the second man is the Lord from heaven. Praise God. So those who are rising and said in the last time, you, you see the progression here that he, this stand of Michael in, from verse 1 will produce to some for to many rising out of the dust mm -hmm. of the earth. So when Michael stands, mm -hmm. we saw a little bit of, of his standing at a particular time. Mm -hmm. So if verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1, if it says at that time shall Michael stand for the people, it means he wasn't standing before. So there is a particular time when he will, that word standing means he will actually assume a position. Mm -hmm. He will assume a posture for the people. Praise God. And uh, by God's grace, we are beginning to experience that posturing uh, of this angel. And when he postures at that time, things will happen that... The, thy people shall be delivered, and then everyone that shall be found written in the book, they will be delivered. Then that will lead to a sequence of things. Verse 2 will now begin to happen, which is, you are seeing and. The reason why you see verse 1, they say and at that time. Verse 2, and many of them. Verse 3, and they that, they are talking about progression of things. Are, are you seeing that? Amen. So it's talking about a progression of things, if you read from the fewer chapters, from chapter 11 and chapter 10, you will see they spoke about a lot of things 
that will occur mm-hmm. leading up to this time when Michael will stand. Amen. Amen. So, so there will be a time when he will, there will be a way the earth will be arranged that the time will come when it's time for his posturing to execute his, the ministry which has been, which he was framed to execute concerning mankind and concerning the people of God. So he's going to stand at that time. And when he stands at that time, things, some things will happen which never has happened since there was a nation. Amen. Amen. And so, and then after that, the, the, that posturing will now lead to many that have been asleep in the dust of the earth to begin to awake. Now, they will awake, many that sleep in the dust of the earth will what? Will awake. But they are not just talking about they now, they now specified, because there's difference between many and some. Yeah. Are you seeing that? So out of the many who will awake out of the dust, those who have awoken out of the dust are those who have become Christ. I'm going to believe that. That those who have awoken out of the dust, of the means they are, they've moved from the, the, the man who is the corruptible man, the corrupted man, which is the first man in the soul. You know, for all of us who are born again, we are, we are already, we are, we are not, our spirit is not in the dust. We are already Christ in our spirit. But this is, a, well, speaking of the soul, we are, many of us are still in the dust of the earth. Why? Because Christ has not been formed in us. Praise the Lord. So a soul in whom Christ has been formed in, you see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. All things become new. So and that word any man means if the spirit man be in Christ, is a new creation. If the, what, the soul man be in Christ, is a new creation. If the body man be in Christ, is a new creation. How many of you know your body can be Christ? There's something called a Christ body as well. The Christ body is the body that Jesus has. That was the resurrection body that Jesus had. That is a Christ kind. Christ body means the body that can handle the full expression of a Christ soul. Praise the Lord. So that is a Christ body. It's a, it's a, it's a resurrection body as well. So if when the body is in Christ, is a new creation, if the, if the soul is in Christ, if any man be in Christ, any of the men, any of the three men who makes up a man, if they be in Christ, they are what? A new creation. Amen. But so pertaining to the soul, so it means that any, any soul that has arisen out of the dust of the earth is becoming Christ. And what they are telling you here is that there will be many Christs when Michael stands. Praise God. Hallelujah. When Michael has stands, has stood and take, taken posturing for the people, you will now begin to see that many Christs will begin to emerge. And it's going to happen. We're going to start seeing many, 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 many Christs. You come to a point, churches will be full of Christs. You imagine a church where majority of the members are Christs. 
is going to happen and it's, it's going to happen very very soon Amen. praise god Hallelujah. but you see there will be many christs but you see out of them some will now move into everlasting life and and then you see some will move into shame and everlasting content we we spoke a bit about that other side of shame and content Praise God. Um, but that word everlasting life, everlasting. So that's one of the things of this season. You begin to see the, the, the power to touch everlastingness for the soul will massively increase. So the power to touch what? Everlastingness. Everlasting means the soul arriving at an end. That is the, the nature of everlasting, praise God, is the soul approaching the end. Approaching what? The end. The end. Amen. Amen. So some to everlasting life and then some to what? Shame. To, ever, to shame and everlasting content. Then you now see verse 3, they that be wise, so that would end. So it means out of those people, and I believe this pertains to out of the people that are Approaching everlasting life, you will have two kinds of them. You will have those that are wise, and then those that are able to turn many to righteousness. Praise God. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and then they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So, so the wisdom or shining as the brightness of the firmament is one dimension. And then the stature of turning many to righteousness is, is as the stars of forever and ever. That word turning many to righteousness, um, it's the function of anything that has to do with many involves dominion. It involves dominion. It involves an authority. Praise the Lord. It involves what? Dominion. And it involves an authority. So it's not easy to turn many to righteousness. There has to be, where that power is flowing from, must be a very high place for to be able to turn many because many involves a lot of diversity so it will take a high authority a high overcoming authority to turn many to righteousness praise the Lord so what actually is needed to turn many to righteousness is what Hebrews chapter 1 called the scepter of righteousness which was given unto Jesus praise God so, so you see Jesus receiving the scepter of righteousness was as a result of him falling completely in love with righteousness, for thou hast loved righteousness, and therefore thou hast hated what iniquity. So therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Yes, praise God. So you see, the person who has a scepter, the scepter of thy kingdom, shall be righteousness, shall be right scepter, is the person who has actually been anointed with the oil. Of gladness. 
praised God. So this person um, is the first person, of course, who has gotten to this stature is the Lord Jesus. Um, but what they are telling you actually is that not only Jesus will, will, act, will arrive at that scepter, that there will be many out of those that sleep in the dust of the earth, which is, which is our people who, uh, amen. amen, out of them that what? Sleep. You know, you know, men who sleep in the dust of the earth, they are from a different class. They are coming from a, diff- a place. Like, so, like Jesus never slept in the dust of the earth because he never saw corruption. Are you, do you get me? Uh, so what they are telling you is that men who, have, who, are, who will be raised out of the dust, some will move into everlasting life, some will move to shame and content. And I believe from those who are moving to everlasting life, there are those who will attain a stature of brightness as the firmament. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then there are those who will move on and will become turners. Turners to righteousness. Praise God. Uh, are people who, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Are people who have gotten the scepter of righteousness or those who have come into dominion of righteousness. This word, turning men into righteousness, means that they will be king of ra- kings of, of righteousness, full kings of righteousness. Praise the Lord. Um, now, not only kings of righteousness, they would have actually become high priests to be able to turn people to righteousness praise god um so if you see if you see in the book of psalm 45 let's see psalm 45 just very quickly where um i believe the first the, the first wrote about this in psalm 45 amen um verse one says my heart is indicting a good matter i speak of the things which i have made touching the king my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore, God has blessed thee forever. Guard thy sword upon thy thigh, O most mighty, with thy glory and thy majesty. And in thy majesty ride prosperously because of truth. And then what? Meekness. And finally, what? Righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thine arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under thee. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of thy kingdom is what? Is a right scepter. Amen. Amen. The the scepter of thy kingdom is what? A right scepter. Is a right scepter. So, River 6 again, thy throne, O God, is what? Forever and ever. And then the scepter of. Is, that word, right scepter, is actually the scepter of righteousness. Praise the Lord. It's righteousness. How does Hebrews 1 put it? Let's see. Hebrews chapter 1.
Amen. Amen. Verse 7, verse 8, it says, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. That do, your dominion is forever and ever. And then his scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. For thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So you see, the word, the scepter of righteousness mm-hmm. is the word, is the scepter okay. of thy kingdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. So in that Psalm 45, verse 6, it says, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. And it says, The scepter of thy dominion, of thy kingdom, is what? Is righteousness. Is righteousness. The scepter of thy kingdom is what? Is righteousness. So that word there, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever means he has come into an everlasting dominion now it takes an everlasting dominion to turn many to righteousness praise god it means that it means that so turning someone to righteousness means you must have have, have an everlasting dominion means you must have a throne that is forever and ever. That's, Hebrew, that's chapter 6, verse 6 of Psalm 45. Because your throne is forever and ever, then you have a scepter of righteousness. So a scepter, now remember there's a difference between his own righteousness and the scepter of righteousness. Are you seeing the difference? Because before he received the scepter of righteousness, he was already a lover. Of righteousness it means he has inherited righteousnesses, all the righteousnesses, and he got to a point. Then he now got to a level. They give him a scepter of righteousness. Are you seeing that? So you now discover that the purpose of the scepter is for turning. So it takes the scepter of righteousness to turn many. To righteousness. Amen. Amen. So another way to represent the, the throne, someone who having a throne or a dominion that is forever and ever is the same thing as saying that they shine as the stars forever, according to Daniel chapter 12, verse, th- verse 3. He says, and they that be wise first will shine as the brightness of the firmament. Then they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Praise the Lord. As the what? As the stars forever and ever. They shall shine as the what? As the stars forever and ever. So that word shining as a star forever, forever and ever. Is talking about a dominion that is for what? Forever and ever. This dominion is the dominion of the throne of God. How many of you believe that? Praise God. I'm just making showing us something in the Bible. Um, praise God. So, so now you see, it's very clear that these people who who shine as the stars forever and ever are people who who have overcome. 
and sat with Jesus on his throne, even as he also overcame and sat with his father on his throne, according to Revelation chapter 3. Praise God. Jesus Christ said that. That, what did he say? That they that overcome, will I what? Grant to sit with me on my throne as I overcame and... Uh -huh. Praise God. Are you seeing that? So, so those people who were speaking, are those who will arise out of the dust of the earth and who will become overcomers. Amen. Amen. They will become overcomers. Are you seeing that? And after they become overcome, after a point, then he will now grant them. After they have overcome, everybody who overcome has moved into a place of, of, of shining. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everybody who overcomes has moved into a place of shining. You are moving to a place of shining. Anybody without anybody who doesn't have the brightness of the firmament is not an overcomer. Mm -hmm. You must have received the brightness of the firmament. That's, that state makes you an overcomer. Then when you have overcome then something higher can still happen to you. You can be granted a scepter. Say it again. And so that scepter is one with your, the positioning on the throne. The scepter and the throne, they are together. So after someone has overcome, they are already shining. When you see them, they shine as the brightness of the firmament. But then something must be granted to them, which is they must be granted to sit. Or they must also, or they must be granted the scepter. Are you seeing this? These things are very, very clear from the scriptures. You see the same thing in Hebrews chapter 1. Those two things happened in Hebrews chapter 1. Granting to sit, and then what? Giving of scepter. They, they happen together. Let's see it in Hebrews chapter 1. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, see that that's Hebrews chapter 1. Um, the Lord began to say things to him. Right? Of course, what actually triggered the scene was because he had become something. He had become the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Praise God. So, when he had became, become that... Um, after a while, the father now began to say to him, um, verse 8, to the son he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever, mm. and the, the scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. So you see the throne coming into, say the throne is for, say forever and ever. Forever. Are you seeing this? Ever and ever. Thy throne is forever and ever. And then the, the scepter of thy kingdom is the scepter of righteousness. So, forever and having a throne forever and ever and receiving the scepter of righteousness is the same thing as shining as the word stars forever and ever, according to Daniel chapter 1. 
See, because they that turn many to righteousness, it means those that have the scepter of righteousness, are the people who, are, who, are, who shine as stars forever and ever. Praise God. And also who have come into the everlasting throne of God. Amen. Am I making some sense? Are we making sense this morning? Amen. So Hebrews, so sorry, um, you see that scepter is actually the authority of righteousness. Praise God. What did I say? The scepter is righteousness. So it's not possible for someone to sit on the throne without becoming a turner of many. Without becoming a, a turner, without having the, the scepter or coming into the authority of what? Of righteousness. Praise God. Let's see. You see the same thing in Revelation chapter 12. Um, remember the man-child? You see the man-child. Before, the, As soon as the child was about to be born, something appeared upon the head of his mother. It was a kind of a crown. Verse 1, there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of what? Of 12 stars. A crown of 12 stars. So that crown she had was actually the function of what she was carrying on the inside of her. It's because of her child. When the child was began to touch certain are you seeing that? Mm-hmm. Then there was there began to be a crown hanging over her. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then verse two says, And she being with child cried, travelling in birth and pain to be delivered, and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And as he still drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them. To the earth, and the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations, with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to His throne. So he was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. So in order to do that, he must be caught up to God and to what? And to his throne. Praise the Lord. So that word rod of iron is the rod of iron is a is an expression of the scepter of righteousness. The rod of iron is not equal to the scepter of righteousness. But the rod of iron is a component of the scepter of righteousness. Praise God. The, the rod of iron is the iron operation of the scepter. Praise God. So the rod can do different things. Sorry, the scepter. The scepter of, of righteousness can do different things, different operations. 
it can turn into a rod and beat nations into submission. Praise God. Or when it comes to a certain kind of person, when he reads the person, he can choose, should I be a rod or should I be a toner? It can be a rod or it can be a toner. Amen. It's the same scepter or it's the same authority of the throne. Because it's not everybody who you can turn. There are those who will vehemently refuse turning, which are the ones who will move into, eventually into everlasting shame and everlasting contempt. Those ones will refuse to turn, but even those ones will be beaten into submission by the rod. Praise God. Are you seeing all? He says that so he was to rule all nations with the rod of iron and her, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had, she had the place of God. So it means God created her a place in the wilderness. So if I ask you, who is the woman? The woman is the, the woman is actually the church. Who should? Because this man child will come out of the church. Praise God. But after the man child comes out, the, the woman is still meant to give birth to other children. But there will be other children in her which she isn't she might which are not ready to come forth yet but which she must be kept and shielded until the time when she can bring them forth afterwards so because of that god will create a place for her in the wilderness that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three scores praise god are you seeing that now you see that number again a thousand two hundred and three score it means that the, the, this woman needs to be fed for that period. I'll I, I tell you what that period means. That period is another season of bringing forth. Where she must be fed again for that season before she will come into another season of bringing. And when she will bring forth again, let's see. See, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was there place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast down, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. And he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore now rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Then woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down to you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he had but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. Now, I know we have seen before how we related this time, times and half a time, to that 
three and a half years. But it's very, very clear here. Right? In verse 6, she said she fled to the wilderness. She had the place prepared of God. that she should feed her for 8,203 score. That's three and a half years. Then in verse 14, they represented it differently. They said that she was given wings to the great eagle, of a great eagle, that she might fly to the wilderness into her place. The same place they spoke about, which was prepared of God in verse 6. And he, but here they said they would, that she would be there for a time. And what? Times. And what? Half a time. So it means it's the same thing. A time, times and half a time is three and a half years. Right? Which is one. That's a time. Times is two. And then a half is half a time. The same thing we're seeing in, in the book of Daniel. Praise God. So now, now you see that. So this woman, the child she was carrying inside her, if what is she, if this woman is if this woman is if the time that was the, the place that was kept for her in the wilderness was for this time and times and half a time, it means that that is the amount of time that is remaining for her to bring forth the remnant of her seed. Now, what does that say to you, Michael? Yes. There have already been some that she had given birth to that have been cut up already. Okay, that's God. That's the man child. Okay. The man child has gone fully. Right? And has been caught up already. But now they say that God prepared a place for her in the wilderness where she should be nourished for a time, a time and a half a time. Now, I want to tell you, can I just try again? There's something that thing tells you about her state or the state of what she's carrying inside of her. Praise God. Can you? Is there, Can anybody see it? Yes. To the end. Thank you, sir. It means that the remnant of a seed, which she hasn't given birth to yet, are just are just getting into the end times. Their own end time is just starting. Are you seeing? Mm-hmm. Means that they have they've completed their first three and a half. Are you mm-hmm. seeing the, the three? The first three and a half is the time of journeying from wherever you're coming from mm-hmm. to the point where beyond the city mm-hmm. and the what courts. Yes. So they are about to take the journey of the sanctuary mm-hmm. into the very presence before into the to the throne. They are about to take the journey from the sun through the sanctuary to the throne. Praise God. Yeah, to me, I, I find this interesting because this gives you, you know, you can't know things about. You know, we try to judge end times with just our, our clock, our timing, years and all, but 
the way you judge it is with soul states. So what this place is giving us an insight into is that what will be the state of the church by the time when the dragon will fall. <laughs> we can read it. We can read it. So it means the season when the dragon will fall, it means there would have been the first overcomers, the man-child company who will go, go forward first. They will get caught up, but the church will still have to now be kept in a place, preserved, even though when the devil is coming, but because there will still be remnant of seed inside of her who still need to join me. And those seeds, I, know, I believe they will be many. So they must keep her in a place and then nourish her. Nourish her. Praise God. Let's read on. Let's see. Um, praise God. So verse 14 says, The woman were given the two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness. Amen. Are you seeing this thing? This verse 14 is going to be, it's going to be a critical time. It will be a critical time for the church. Um, because when the man-child has has overcome and then has given way for the great battle for the devil to be removed from his position on the earth. By the time he comes to the earth, he was going to intensify carnal activities against the woman, against the church. Things are going to be what intensified. But also, heaven has a provision. They will supply the church with a supernatural strength. To do what? To move into the wilderness. Are you seeing that? The church, there will be a time when the church will move quickly into the wilderness. Into a place where God has prepared. And that place is a place for nourishment. It's a particular season. And when the church enters that season, they won't be doing anything else anymore. They won't be doing anything. They will just, you know, wilderness means separation from, you know? <laughs> because if the woman stays, does not go into the wilderness and stays where men's civilization and men's life is going on, that region is going to be the region of the, the, the devil and his angel. Because there are things that the woman will not be able to survive. In such a place. So that word wings as eagles actually means spiritual strength. So that, at, and it would take spiritual strength to survive the, the dragon when he has what? When he has come down. Because what the earth will look like at that time, it will be terrible. Praise God. It will be what? Terrible. It will be terrible. Men would have been so arranged on the earth that the physical manifestation of darkness upon the earthly livelihood, it will be almost like you'll be seeing hell just naturally lived out on the earth. Anybody who wants to stick to just natural cause of life. 
it will be impossible. You can't. <laughs> you will need to, with the church, mount up with wings as an eagle, yeah. as the church will at that time, and move completely into the wilderness. Amen. So, verse 14, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away. What are waters? Waters are, they are doctrines. Praise God. They will be what? Doctrines. They will cast waters after the woman. Amen. Amen. But the dragon was wrought with the woman. Verse 16, and the earth, with the earth will help the woman and open her mouth and swallow up the, the flood which the dragon cast out of what? His mouth. His mouth. And the dragon was wrought with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. Are you seeing that? Mm-hmm. Which keep the commandments of God. And have the word. So they are keeping the commandments of God. And then have what? The testimony. The testimony. They are keeping it. So they, are, they have begun to keep that the order of the testimony. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We don't find this boring. No, sir. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Father, we give all the glory to your name. We praise you. Amen. So I want us to see some. Let's look. Um, let's step back um, from maybe the throne, the scepter. Let's, now let's look at that thing. They mentioned something in Daniel. Let's go to that Daniel chapter. Praise God. Daniel chapter 12. Um, so let's see. Verse 3. Daniel 12 verse 3. Um, let's see. It says, And they that be wise, am I correct? Yes, shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the what? As the stars forever and ever. Praise God. Um, so that word wisdom actually here wisdom is is an is an is Amen. Amen. Wisdom is a righteousness. Is a stature of righteousness. Do you get that? This wisdom here, what did I say it is? It is this wisdom is the righteousness that is that is has become a candidate that is yet or has been developed to receive what the the scepter or to inherit the throne are you seeing that it is there is a brightness that is necessary hebrews 1 is the first thing they said that, that beginning it bring the brightness 
is when he appeared in that brightness that made what that made that introduced the conversation that God had with him. Praise God. So and and it's called that brightness is talking about the brightness of his glory. Praise God. Is the what? The the brightness of his glory. So that brightness, brightness in the spirit is wisdom. Amen. Amen. Brightness, are you seeing that? Brightness is, is wisdom. Bright, say bright. Bright. Yes. Bright, bright. So, brightness, amen. Thank you, Father. So, in this same place, we're seeing, uh, I think, was it last time? Well, I don't know if two meetings ago, I can't remember now. You, you read verse 10. You see verse 10, it says that many shall be purified and made white and then tried. Praise God. So, so the first we saw that there's purification and then there is being made white then finally being tried. Well, that trial is actually the trial for brightness. To make anything bright, it must be tried. To make gold bright, it must be tried with fire according to First Peter chapter 1. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. So, so brightness is is um, and that you see this brightness, like I said, it is also it is a state of righteousness. It's a state of righteousness. It is righteousness that has been become bright. It's also a wisdom. So you see, this state here is where let's see in the book of Revelation. Chapter 19, the bride. This was the state of the bride. Praise God. Um, amen. amen. Revelation chapter 19, verse 6. It says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself what ready, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen that is clean and white, and then for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Amen. Amen. So we are seeing here the progression from clean, white, then eventually it's fine. <laughs> this is just the pattern of writing of the Bible. You've seen it many times. They will show you the main object, the goal, destination. Then they will show you the journey, how they got there. So it means that this linen is, is now a, a linen, but it was first made clean, then it was made, then made white. And after being made white, it, it was tried, praise God, to become fine. So anything that is fine, say fine. Fine. It's fine. When you say something has been made fine, it means it has got into a shining state. It's shining. That is the sign of something is fine. 
Mm. Bring something that is still has. Let's take a piece of wood. Just cut it out from the from the from the forest. Mm. You come back, right? And it doesn't. It doesn't. Look, it's not fine. Touch it. There are still things. You have to bring what you call sandpaper or whatever. Just keep using on that, that sandpaper on it. Try to make it fine. I'm like after a while, it will start shining. Am I correct? So that is talking about the it's it's been it's made fine. A fine linen has brightness to it. Are you get? Am I, am I making sense? Yes, sir. So there's a difference between being made white mm. and being made bright. Mm. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So there will be those who will be made clean first, then they will be made white, and eventually they will be made bright. Say bright. bright. So brightness this righteousness level you're seeing here like i said it is be is wisdom so let's go to daniel 12 you'll see that amen verse 3 that they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars for ever and ever so this state of brightness or this wisdom is necessary to overcome that is this verse 3 the beginning of verse 3 is talking about the state that is necessary for overcome they're trying to tell you what is the goal of those who are in sanctification what state do you want to get to So, there was, there's, there's a sight of brightness which must be seen. There will be seduction to, be, to stay white. When you've been made white, it's a, it's a state. It's not easy to be made white. So, that made white is, is saints who have come into garment, a white garment, but have not come into linen in the spirit. So, linen, praise God, linen, it, is, it will take linen souls to overcome. Amen. Amen. I said it will take what? Linen souls to overcome. It will take linen souls to overcome. Why is that? Why will it take linen souls? To overcome is because the being who you want to overcome is a bright being. Let us see what Ezekiel, let's just look at what Ezekiel said concerning him. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel chapter 28. Are we there? Yes, sir. Praise God. Let's see from verse uh, 11. Ezekiel 28, 11. It says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum 
full of wisdom and what perfect in beauty full of wisdom and then what and then what perfect in beauty Uh, let's see, just look at that phrase. Thou sealest up the sum. The word sum means the hosts. Yes. The host. The sum. Thou sealest up the sum. You see the mountain, the top of the mountain. That is the summit. You hear the word, the summit of the mountain. That is the sum. The top, it starts spread out. Yes, As you are going up, it is, it is narrowing, narrowing, narrowing till it gets to the summit. So that at that summit is a height. Then there's a being there who God put there to seal up the sum. That was Lucifer. Amen. And they, they sealed him there. The word, this nature... Like Lucifer, the light bearer. The, the actual Hebrew word is Ahiel. The word Ahiel means the, praise God, is the, it, it's a light bearer, but really, it's really the bringer of dawn. The bringer of dawn, the, praise God. So Ahiel is the one who, He's, they put him at the point of, at the point where, where the night transitions into day. Yes. That's the side, the point of the sun. Yes, That's the point where whiteness becomes brightness. Yes. Are, there's, there's a height beyond, beyond that. Yes, like the realm from where Michael came from is higher than that. But where he stood is a place, the place where the whiteness just becomes. It's the, is the, is just the morning, the beginning of the morning. <laughs> so, so, you see, he, he was actually, he's actually a morning star. Yes. The beginning of brightness. Are you seeing that? <laughs> Amen. So, so you see now, tell me what kind of a soul need to, will be able to overcome that kind of being. You, you, it, should become, it should be clear now that any soul that doesn't have sheen, brightness to it, you can't. You can't overcome. You can't overcome him. Amen. So, thou sealest of the song, full of wisdom. Then what do they say? Now, Say perfect. Perfect. Now the word perfection in beauty is is you know there's beauty, then there's perfection of beauty. The realm of perfection of beauty is where is the beginning of shining. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. What happened? God had shined. So shining, praise God, shining starts when beauty has been perfected. Mm. 
what is that? Out of Zion, Psalm 50, 50, what is it? 50? Valdon, Sato Prevendo, Praftasia Alderamano, Creftasisiveno, Brados, Aspran, Opran, Bran, Bron, Febrano, Macrenso, Sisbrano, Procophenomenus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Please, where is that place? What verse? Verse 2, eh? Praise God. It says, The mighty God, even the Lord, has spoken, right? And called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. What happened? God had what? Had shine. Amen. Are you seeing that? So, out of Zion, then the perfection. That was Zion, then. It's talking of the point in Zion from where you begin to see the shining of God. Is the point where beauty, you know, there's beauty in Zion. I praise God. Amen. One of the things that it will that will happen is to is to what one of the things that happen in Zion is that is a tree is a trade is a is a and what was the word exchange of beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Is where is it will comfort them that mourn in Zion. I will give them beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. It will. That is where it was. It's talking about where the, the ministers of our God will emerge. Mm-hmm. Where will, the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Let's see Isaiah, right? Chapter is this sixty? No, sixty. Praise God, thank you. Oh, Isaiah sixty-one. Is it sixty-one, right? Praise God. Let's see that. Isaiah chapter sixty. Sixty-one. That was where he started. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Okay. Verse, verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all that mourn in Zion. Verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. Then, see that, that thing of giving beauty for ashes, it's not a one-day job. They are talking about his ministry, what he's ministering to Zion. He's doing something. You know that thing of, you know they say in the presence of God is fullness of joy. Right? We see that just one day. Mm. Are you seeing? So before anything gets to fullness, mm. it has been incrementally yes, developed. Yes, you have been in, increasing yes, it, increasing yes, it, increasing yes, it. Yes, Are you seeing that? Yes. So before you, nobody can get into the presence without joy. Mm. In the presence, they fully fill it up. That's where the fullness is. Mm. But Zion is actually a mountain of joy. Amen. Amen. In Zion, let me tell you something. Zion, the, what happens in Zion is joy feast. It's, that's where they train the soul, the soul to become joyful. The, the purpose of trials is to impart joy to the soul. Amen. Amen. 
What did I say? Is to impart joy. You can never impart joy from your soul until you've separated him from the, the things that he founds joy falsely in. That's the purpose of trials. All the things that make the soul happy, that's not God. Tamper with them, break them, remove them, destroy them. Then the soul begins to cry. <laughs> The soul begins to cry. It's in that, that cry is an opening. You are beginning to plant the seed of true joy inside the soul. It's in season of trials, temptation, season of heaviness. Those seasons is where they plant the seeds of joy. That is where, it's, that's where they begin to they awaken the fountain of true joy. Nobody can find true joy when what say it again when you have other things around you that are not being tampered with mm. that the soul is, is is enjoying which is a false joy am i getting yes, <laughs> there's no soul who who is who is enjoying the earth who one day will just wake up and say okay now i want to start enjoying god from today that i've been enjoying things all my life now from today now i'm now going to start enjoying god just by voluntary action. God, from today you are now my joy. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. It does not happen. Because the soul is tied to those things. There are hidden cords, invisible cords, tying the soul to those things of joy. You need, you need a, a priest, a high priest, to tamper with the soul and begin to, to take the soul through fire. To burn out all everything that is, amen, that, that, is, that is appearing to the soul as joyful. It will remove them. And in then when the place is, soul is in that place, it will now learn how to, yes, now, secretly, small, it now begin to rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Amen. It's a training of trials. Praise God that makes a soul. Are you seeing that? So, so, <laughs> amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, joy, say joy, comet. Joy, comet. In the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, but that word joy, comet in the morning is talking about the dawn of joy. Mm-hmm. There's a time, you know, you say morning, how ah, you wake up, it's morning. Morning didn't start. That time you woke up, wow, morning. <laughs> Once it's tipped after midnight, they, even though it still looks like night, whom have you not seen, you love. There is a joy unspeakable. There will be a time when a joy will, what? <laughs> yes. But there is a season where, the, where joy is hidden. It's latent. It's called latent joy. That's what Zion imparts. Zion is a realm of latent. You see, that's why in Zion, that's why people can, can never understand Zionists. The world can never understand Zion people. Because when the world come around Zion beings, the world, what are, why are you guys all here? What are you doing here? What do you find in this place? Every time all these things, all these things and all that, can't you spend time and just live and just enjoy? Amen. But even though you're not seeing them, in your in the way the world has its pomp and its and all that, mm-hmm. when you look them outwardly, you might know oh, what is this thing. You're not the world can't cite the joy mm-hmm. of Zion. Mm-hmm. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Yes, because it's, 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 it's a joy unspeakable. unspeakable. But it's, it's a terrible joy. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I love Zion. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Say Zion. Zion. So this is, the, this is the ministry. This is what Jesus was saying. That the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach. He's a, he's a, he's a, the high priest is a preacher to Zion. Everything he's saying is installing joy. Inside Zion stones. He's just installing. Because he himself is a, he is a stone. Amen. Is a stone. Is a precious stone that is has been made glad. Right. Gladness means an infinite potential of joy, which is what Jesus has. Amen. <laughs> I was driving downtown. I was about to enter a street called Gladstone. I was about to enter. The Lord spoke to me. That's my name. <laughs> I don't know how they got that name from. Amen. I was about to turn. I just heard he said, That's my name. I'm a gladstone. <laughs> Glad. Heaven can't contain his joy. He's not big enough. He's just waiting. He's about to. He needs to bring eternity. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so and, and this Lord is the one that is, that is that's the priest, is the one that, who is speaking to Zion. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. Uh, he, amen. amen. So he had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of prison to them that what? Abound. That abound. And year, the year of, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. And to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. Are you seeing, are you seeing that thing here? So, so it means that any time, when you see ashes, then they give beauty. So it means you can't give beauty for ashes, without ashes. So Zion is a place where they generate ashes, which is the ashes is what you, you pay to get beauty. Ashes is the product of burning. <laughs> Am I correct? You trade ashes for beauty. You don't trade your beauty for another beauty. Praise <laughs> you don't bring all your ornaments and everything, your regalia, your nice, your blings and all that. I say, God, now this bling, I'm offering them to you. Just bring your own. God will say, okay, I can take them from you, but there's a way I take them. You must, they must become ashes first. <laughs> and then when they become ashes, then what will happen? You begin to be granted what? Beauty. To give unto them beauty for her, then the oil of joy for mourning. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Why? So that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, and that what? That he might be glorified, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So this is very clear. So you see, you see the meaning of out, of out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. What happened? God hath what? God hath shined. So, so also, the same thing for beauty. So he's giving them joy for mourning. Amen. Isaiah 61. Then another thing he's giving them is beauty for ashes. So, he will keep giving beauty for ashes, beauty for ashes, until what happens? Beauty has been perfected. Then when beauty has been perfected, the shining of God will come. Uh, praise God. So you see the meaning of, of Psalm 50, out of Zion, which is the perfection of beauty. Firstly, what is Zion? Uh, you just say Zion is the perfection of beauty. And that word to put is that Zion is the perfecter of beauty. What makes beauty perfect is Zion. And when beauty has been perfected, you see shining. Amen. So, now, do you know there is a... I'm just seeing some things that need to come together. And once they can come together by God's grace, then we can go home. Amen. So, we saw Lucifer in Ezekiel chapter 28. Hey, let's go back there. Ezekiel 28. <clears throat> Praise God. Ezekiel 28, verse 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation against upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, thou, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Full of wisdom. And then what? Perfect in beauty. Full of wisdom. Perfect in beauty. Do you see those two words? They mean the same thing. Yeah. Full of wisdom. And then what? And then perfect in beauty. Now, somebody who is full of wisdom and someone who is perfect in beauty is somebody who is wearing a linen. Who is wearing linen in the spirit. Praise God. Is for someone who has what? You see, when the Lord told them to make the garment, for Aaron and his sons, you see, Exodus, 
praise the Lord. 28, am I correct? Amen. Okay, yes. Verse, let's read from verse 1. Um, and, thou, and take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. Even Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Itama, Aaron's sons. And thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother. For what? For glory and for beauty. And then thou shalt take unto all that are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to consecrate him, that he may minister unto me in the what? In the priest's office. And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an effort, a robe, and embroidered coat, mitra, a girdle, and they shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brother and his sons, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office, and they shall take gold and blue and purple and scarlet, and then what? Fine what? Linen. Are you seeing that? And they shall make the effort of gold, of blue, purple, scarlet, and of fine twined linen with what? A cunning work. So that word cunning means the work of wisdom. Praise God. Are you seeing that? The work of wisdom uh, that makes, that you used to make the linen. So, it says that this garment, in verse 2, shall make holy garments for Aaron thy brother for glory and for what? Beauty. For glory and for beauty. And when you see Aaron and his sons, they have garments for glory and beauty. But Aaron's garment was more beautiful than his son's garment. Because Aaron... When it's time to carry out high priestly responsibility, he has to put on his own kind of garment. Amen. Which should not only be beautiful, but which should have perfection of beauty. Praise God. We should have what? Perfection of beauty. So, the high priestly, the preparation for high priesthood is a garment that is glorious but not only is only beautiful but has element of beauty perfection in it now and we're seeing that beauty perfection is the fullness of wisdom right the fullness of wisdom is the perfection of beauty so when wisdom is become full, when you see wisdom, fullness of wisdom operation, you see be- perfection, it becomes so beautiful. Right? It Because wisdom begins to shine when wisdom is full. Amen. Amen. Wisdom begins to what? Shine. When wisdom is full, wisdom begins to what? Shine. Wisdom begins to shine. Amen. Amen. So verse 13 says, Thou hast been in Eden. Sorry, Ezekiel 28. I mean, I think we can just close very soon by God's grace. Um, Thou sealest up the psalm, verse 12, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. 
For thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the burial, the onyx, and the jasper, and the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold, and the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. Verse 14, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was what? Found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled thy they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they might what? Behold thee. Praise God. So he said he corrupted his wisdom by what? By reason of thy brightness. Praise God. He corrupted his wisdom by reason of his what? Of his own, of his brightness. Because of his brightness. So you're seeing that there's a link between wisdom and brightness. Wisdom and brightness. Wisdom and brightness. Brightness in the spirit is why, how wise a soul is. How wise a soul is. You see, they that, are, that be wise will shine as the brightness of the firmament. It means that they will have heavenly brightness. Amen. Amen. So, you're seeing that the, the what makes what will make a soul a, become a bride, right? A bride, the bride they have linen that has been clean and white. The linen means a shining. It's actually a brightness, which is wisdom. Are you seeing that? So it is the brightness of the bride, of the virgin, that calls the bridegroom. It is the brightness of the virgin that calls the bridegroom. So the, it means what the foolish virgin lacked was brightness. They were virgins. If they were virgins, they must have been clean. They must have been white. But they were foolish. So if they are foolish, 
They are white, they are virgins, but they are not beautiful. And if they are not beautiful, not just beautiful, they are not perfectly in beauty, the bridegroom will not desire them. The bridegroom will not what? Desire them. It takes a wisdom which the, the wise virgins had. Right? It's a wisdom which <laughs> which the what? The wise virgins had. That wisdom is the the wisdom amen, amen. is a characteristic that of the anointed nature Praise God. Hallelujah. That wisdom is a characteristic of what? The anointed nature. It's a, it's a nature which the anointing. Amen. Amen. The anointing. The anointing. Amen. 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 The anointing is what maintains. Praise God. That wisdom is actually an anointing, is a product of the anointing. So when the anointing finishes, the wisdom disappears. Praise God. Are you, do you see that? When the anointing finishes, the wisdom disappears. Then when the bridegroom comes, this is foolishness. Amen. So you now see that what the anointed cherub that cover it. Verse fourteen said that. Alright. So the anointed cherub, full of wisdom, then perfect in beauty. That's the anointed nature. So the anointed nature is the nature that shines. Yes. The anointed nature, what did I say? Is what? It's the nature that shines.
there is an anointing. This anointing I'm talking of now. Praise God. This anointing is talk is the anointing that is the anointing the anointing of the perfection of beauty is the anointing that has connected the flow from the most holy. Mm. You see, there's a connection of the most holy anointing, which the holy anointing must connect the most holy anointing. If that connection is not made, then the oil will finish. Amen. I you seeing the difference between the foolish virgins and the wise virgin is when it, the time when they should have connected the most holy anointing, they didn't connect it. So they are not able to come into the brightness which the bridegroom requires. For the bridegroom to marry the virgin, his own oil must be their own. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, the oil is called, that's what they call the oil of gladness. Praise God. That anointing of gladness is the anointing that marries the garment of Jesus. Or is the anointing that flows. So, that anointing upon him is almost is one with his linen the fab, the linen fabric of his garment, like Psalm one thirty three, right? So how good and how pleasant it is for in unity is as the what oil upon the head of the high priest Aaron that flows down to his beard, to his skirt, and so it means that upon his of course he has a linen garment. Every linen garment is all is anointed. Yes. Yes. So he flows all the way to his skirts of his garment. Yeah. So he's as the dew of Hermon. And and the dew upon the mountains of Zion. Praise the Lord. So there's an anointing that is flowing from the most holy which must come into the holy place that makes virgins wise that is what the foolish virgins could not connect do, 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 so you know those foolish virgins they had an oil that what finished mm-hmm. the oil that finished is not the same kind as the oil that what uh-huh. there's a difference there's a difference between the oil in the lamp and the oil in the vessel the difference is that the foolish one didn't bring oil in their vessel they had oil in their lamp but in the time of waiting before you get to midnight, 
there's a point in that time when you should switch oil. Oil should change. The oil in the lamp will finish its course. You need the oil in the vessel. But the foolish virgins didn't have oil in their vessel. So that's what that, that place read. If you can go and read it, that's what that, that place says. That's the difference. And so you can't extend the oil in the lamp beyond the point. There's a point it gets to. That's where it gets to. That oil wouldn't take you across. Because that oil doesn't produce brightness. Praise God. The oil that produces brightness is the one that flows from the garment of the high priest. Is the is the one that flows from the what? From the garment of the high priest. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now I ask you, how do you get that oil? Where do you, how do you when, when is the season of that? When do they minister that oil? Is this, there's a point where they begin to in the what? It's end times. Praise God. So that oil is the anointing for the end. The oil that brings the soul to the end is the wisdom for the end. Is the wisdom to cross over. Is the wisdom for overcoming. Mm. Yeah. Is the wisdom. So the, it's not every wisdom that fight, can fight with Satan. Because the wisdom of Satan is the wisdom of a cherub. Is a cherubic wisdom. So, Michael, the archangel, the cherub, that he has to come and stand. Are you seeing that? For if you want to make men who are risen out of the dust of the earth, you want to make them wise. They must be to make them wise and shine like the brightness of the firmament. There is a cherubic ministration yes. that must happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a cherubic what? Ministration that must happen. You need the strength of a cherub. What a cherub is carrying. A higher cherub to minister the wisdom. Praise Are you seeing that the wisdom which you need to overcome? Yes. To cross over. To overcome an anointed cherub. Yes. Amen. Part of what maybe they are doing is trying to show us the essence of this season. What's going on. That there is, there is an importance to the kind of ministration. It's not the same oil. Mm. 
Praise God. It's not the same oil. This one is flowing from the most holy. Zachariah saw it at a point in his vision. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you seeing that Zachariah's vision? After a while, first of all, check what happened to the high priest, Joshua. You first, his first state, he had filthy garments. Yes. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. <coughs> so, in verse chapter 3, Zechariah, says, He answered and spoke unto those that spoke before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. Praise God. Verse 3 says, Now Joshua clothed with filthy garments. So, all, all, one of the things that will happen in the last time is that many will be made clean. And they will are made white, and then they will be what? They will be tried. Praise God. So, and so verse five says, okay, it says, verse four, and he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee. Are you seeing that? And I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. They are those two things are different with a change of raiment. So I will cause that iniquity to pass. That iniquity means uncleanness, what stains the garment. Then I will change the garment. The change of raiment means a different kind. It's not just washing what he has before. It is then changing the garment. Mm. Praise God. That's how you, you make... You can wash a garment that's not white. But to give some, have, make someone come into a white garment, you must change the garment. Mm. Mm. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, so after this chapter 3, then in chapter 4, that's where the whole vision came. Amen. There's no time to go into the vision, but in that vision, you will see that they were the they showed the stature of the lampstand, and um, but they now also now show something further. The two olive trees, which are trees. When they that they ask, who are these two olive trees? Say these are the two anointed ones which stand before. Where is it? Let's see then. Praise the Lord. Verse 14, what does it say? It says, these are the two anointed ones that stand by the, the Lord of the whole earth. Are you seeing that? Those two anointed ones, that's from there. That's where the, the oil that's flowing into the... Uh-huh. 
comes from. Amen. Praise God. Um, time has gone. Uh, but I don't know if we're blessed today just to see um, something. Praise God. That there's a uniqueness of the end time ministration. Praise God. Uh, amen. So this part is is a portion of end time ministration. Right. The first portion of end time ministration is to raise people out of the dust. Yes. The people who have been raised out of the dust of the earth means people have become Christ's. There will now be a time where it's time to make people wise. Yes, for overcoming. Yes. The focus of is to raise souls above the wisdom of Satan. Men must become wiser than Satan. Otherwise, we will always be under him. And to be made wiser than him, we must be made brighter than him. We must receive that wisdom and God will administer it to us. And he will continue to administer it to us. Praise God. Amen. Let's thank God for his word today. Father, we bless your name. Glory to your name. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, we thank you for today. We bless your holy name. Thank you for your word. Thank you for ministering to us, for speaking to us. Father, we thank you for everything. Thank you for the release of understanding and the release of um, insight for us to see the essence of what you are bringing in this season. Father, we give glory. We ask that we will become, we will inherit these things, uh, that they will become our realities. And we open up ourselves to, to them. We ask you to bless us fully. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name. Thank you for grace of utterance. Thank you for leading of the Spirit. We give all the praise to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.